Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Pushing Rubber Podcast, Adam Piggott, episode 89. Uh, sorry about last week. Um, it's been really busy. Uh, the, the, the weather in Holland has been really hot. Uh, it's been the most incredible summer over here. Um, hit 38 on Tuesday uh, degrees Celsius, which is, is hot in Australia. It's damn hot here because it's a humid heat as well. So, and the houses aren't built for it. So um, I've just been busy. It's been tiring. Um, I've got holidays coming up. I've still got another week to go. I go on holiday next Friday. And, yeah, it's it's been a mission, actually, to sit down and do this now for you. So but I thought, ah, the fans, the fans. Oh, oh, they'll be going crazy. Oh, where is he? Where is he? The great one and I were supposed to sit down on Sunday and do... Uh, the Greasy Pole podcast, which was supposed to be released this week, that didn't happen. Not the fault was not on my end. It's not on my end. It was the great one's end. Uh, the end of what? I'm not sure. Um, but it was his fault anyway. Um, and I've I've got no I've got no no problem in apportioning blame. Over there, the great one, that him in the he he, he his fault. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. It's been an interesting few weeks on the blog. Uh, lots of movement, lots of hits, uh, lots of people coming in to tell me what a horrible person I am. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, I'm like one of those monsters in Dungeons and Dragons. That every time you attack it, it absorbs the energy and gets and gets stronger and likes it more. All all of the attacks coming in. Especially on the Jordan Peterson stuff. Oh, you you hate Jordan Peterson so much. Oh, you're so jealous of Jordan. Oh, 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 yeah. Please, please, feed me. Feed me your delusions. I don't hate Jordan Peterson. I hate hardly anyone. People I hate. Let me think. People who can't drive. Can Jordan Peterson drive? He doesn't look like he can drive. Jordan Peterson looks like he would probably drive a good 20 kilometers an hour under the speed limit at all times. Yeah, so if it was 80, he'd be 60. If it was 60, he'd be 40. If it was 40, he'd be 20. If it was 20, he wouldn't be going. And if it was 10, he'd be going backwards. That's how I reckon Jordan Peterson would drive. Uh, do I hate Jordan Peterson? No. How can I hate someone I've never met, never, never spoken with, never even? I never even never, haven't even sent each other an email. Um, we've never never conversed. How can I hate that person? He said things about me, of course, and I've said things about him. But that's me. All I'm doing is going on what he says and writes. That's it. I'm evaluating his. Output. I'm not evaluating him personally. Um, the few things I've evaluated about his personal life, I've only evaluated because he puts them out there for evaluation. If look, if you if you if you if you do a do a, a long thirty five minute video on how you met your wife and why you're so lovey dovey with her, well, that's that's now public knowledge. Don't do that. Don't put that out. And then say, oh my God, you said mean things about it. Well, well, you shouldn't have put it out there. So this is why whenever I talk about the good wife, it's always in an abstract third-person form. 
Yeah? The good wife said this. I'm not telling you how I met her. Someone said to me, oh, well, you know, would you, 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 you ever do a book about, you know, you know, meeting the good one? No, of course not. How, what a horrible idea. And, and, and if you look at the books that I've written, um, the details that I went into of, I, knew when, I kept it very, very, very superficial with my relationships with chicks in those two books. I did not go into any detail at all. Everything that was in there was simply to move the story forward. That was it. But I was not revealing as much as I could. I did my very best to stay away from revealing personal stuff. Because there are people on the other end. There are. There are people. Um, So no, I don't hate Jordan Peterson. Um, I think he's he's ludicrous. I I think he's absolutely ludicrous. Um, but I don't hate him, not at all. Ah, whatever, whatever. But speaking of driving, speaking of driving, uh, I got out of work early today. Um, I, I did some helicopter underwater escape training today, um, and it was a small group, so I got out of it early. So buggered off early. Went to the gym in Leiden, my new gym. Been there a few times now. I'm trying to get there twice a week. Once on the weekend, and then once during the week at some point. Um, and my gains are down. They're down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down, 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 down. How far down? Oh, I had to squat up to 87.5 kilos, and I'm struggling with 75 um i ha- it's it's just all down what need i go on it's down it's down it's down and i went to the gym and i was coming back and the traffic was not bad there's not many cars but the drivers it was like you got past you managed to get past one horrendous driver on one lane roads and only to find 100 meters up the road the next horrendous driver it um, just just woefully horrible. Um, and I, 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 when I drive my car, I'm driving my car down the road under the assumption that every single person that I meet is completely incompetent and will do their very best to be completely irrational and kill me in sudden and unexpected ways. That, that's how I approach driving on the road. Um, and I, and unless, unless the other driver demonstrates differently and and you, you can tell someone who's capable of driving and when it's capable of driving you just i get them they, they sit behind me or i sit behind them and we're cruising along you know eh, 10 kilometers over the speed limit whatever doing our thing just smooth through just gliding drifting through the traffic making our making our moves moves well in advance and and when the other guy turns off you almost want to give him a wave yeah yeah, yeah. good job Good job, man. Good job. Um, but there's very, very few people out, out there like that. I think I think driving's like like anything in life. It's like like doing a job. Like I operate under the assumption that ninety percent of people don't know how to do the job properly. In general, across the board, ninety percent of people useless. And it could be because you're stupid. It could be because you're lazy. It could be because you just can't be fucked. That's the same as lazy, isn't it? 
Um, it could be because um, your Cappy put out a great, Aaron Cleary put out a great video this week on um, your boss doesn't want you to perform, he wants you to conform. So some people are conformists. And so if you're a conformist, you're not doing your job properly. It's not, yeah. So 90%, 90% of any, of any profession. And it was interesting because I had a helicopter accident investigator on one of my courses recently, and he confirmed something that other uh, helicopter pilots had confirmed me, and that's 90% of all helicopter emergencies are caused by uh, the dickheads who are flying it. Um, direct pilot error. 90%, 90% of problems with the helicopter are caused by the pilot. The dumb fuck sitting up front. Um, and, and I operate, so that, 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 that just confirms the 90% of people can't do their job real. And that's 90% of doctors, 90% of judges, 90% of accountants, 90% of lawyers. And this is minimum, right? Minimum, minimum, minimum. I mean, I mean just 90% of people can't do their job properly. Yeah. Um, and it goes with driving, with driving as well. So if, if I want to look at... So if you, look, I'll get back to driving in a sec. But look, if you want to get ahead in life, don't be one of the 90% who can't do their job properly. You, but look, these days, boys, 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 gentlemen, men, manly men, these days, really, if, if you want to get ahead, you've got to work for yourself. You've got to do that. You can't go work for a big company and expect that you're going to perform and then be rewarded. Because as Aaron Clary pointed out in his excellent video, they want you to conform. So if you perform, they're going to, they're going to move you out sideways. They're going to move you out sideways. Well, they're not going to promote you the next round, which means you're fired. You want to work for yourself and... Most probably, you just want to get a trade. Get a trade. Carpenter or a chippy, as we call them in Australia. Electrician or a sparky, as we call them in Australia. A plumber or a plumber, as we call them in Australia. Yeah? A welder, a diesel mechanic, a diesel fitter. Yeah? That's not someone who works in a store, by the way. Diesel fitter? These shoes, diesel fitter? No, a diesel fitter, you know, diesel mechanic. Yeah. Um, um, painter and decorator. Yeah, whatever you want. Builder, construction dude. Someone's taking out their fucking... Can you not take out your garbage when I'm recording a fucking podcast? You fucking, fucking fucker. You want to you wanna get your trade. You want to be an apprentice. Do your thing. Save all your pennies. Save, 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 save. And then start out with yourself. And the reason you want to start out with yourself is, is people need these professions. They need carpenters. We just had our carpenters who put in our floorboards two weeks ago. Where they need they need sparkies. They need plumbers. Blah blah blah. They need, they need construction people. But ninety percent of your competition are morons who can't do their job properly. Who will fuck people over? Who are dishonest? Yeah. So you get your business going. And you be competent. You stand by your word. Your handshake means something. If 
you quote a customer a quote and then afterwards you have additional costs you don't pass those on to the customer you absorb them because that's your risk not the customers yeah you don't like a, act like a douchebag this is what you need to do, boys. If you're listening, if you're listening, what do I want to do with my life? Oh, I'm going to get a degree. Even a degree in STEM. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. I mean, Cappy's still talking about degrees in STEM. I'll go do science, technology, engineering, math. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. Because you're just going to go have to work for one of those companies where you're just going to have to conform. Which means you're going to have to become... A professional douchebag. And the only people who can successfully do that are, surprise, so fucking prize, douchebags. STEM's not worth it anymore even because there's too many chicks now. I was talking to my father, who was a civil engineer and a consultant, and been a consultant for over 10 years after doing a whole bunch of civil engineering stuff for a very long time in Australia. And he said, it's astounding how many women are in the business. And that's all he said. He left a lot of stuff unsaid. But it was the stuff that he left unsaid that I thought was very interesting. There's no future in it for you boys. There's no future. There's no future. God help us what our bridges are going to be like in 20 or 30 years. God help us. Or our aeroplanes flying through the sky or falling out of it. Space exploration? Don't make me laugh when all the chicks are engineers. Just, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, boys. Oh, just forget about it. Let them all fall out of the sky. Get yourself a trade. Get yourself a trade. Do it well. Because 90% of your competition are dipshits. And it goes with driving. 90% of people on the road are morons. 90% of people are morons. Morons. You're morons. You're absolute morons. You're sheep. Oh, I'm assuming most of you listening are morons as well. I'm sorry. Look, I have to go by the numbers. I have to go by the stats. I have to go what I, with what I see. I have to go with who I meet. I have to go with how we converse. I was, oh. That's why I have very few friends. I have very few friends, very few friends. Because I just, I don't have, it's not that I just that I don't have the time. I don't, I don't have, I don't have the energy. I just don't have the energy to compensate. To compensate. I don't have the energy to hold up your end of the conversation. I, I just don't have it. I just don't have it. Can't do it. No. No. 90% of people, they're just, they're just energy vampires. Energy vampires. You have, a converse, have a conversation with them. You don't have a conversation with them. All you do is ask them about their life. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? Oh, you know, just checking my watch. And do they reciprocate the qu- No. Awkward silence. So, um, um, uh, fuck off. How about that? How about that? Just, just. I'm not, I'm not there to just continually poke the bear. Poke the bear. Keep it going. Keep it going. I used to do that. I used to be the life of the party. The life of the fucking party. Adam's here. Life of the party. Life of the party means that you get all the idiots out of their comfort zones, 
Get them interacting. Bit of laughs, bit of fun. Boo, boo, boo. Bing, bing, bing. Bam, bam, bam. Effort. Energy. I just can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't be fucked. I can't be fucked. It's people all the same. You're not interesting. You're boring. You're all boring. People are boring. Boring, boring, boring. That was why I had so many problems with a relationship. I've got no problems with sleeping with hot chicks. I've done my big fair share of sleeping with hot chicks. I just, I just, I just can't stand the fact that they're boring. You know, just, just and even even and and then oh well, you should go for a chick who's not so hot. You know, they're boring too. They're boring too. You know, I was ah, oh. I was like to talk to you. Ah, because it's not talk, it's not it's not talk with, it's talk to. I'm talking to you, because you, know, you get nothing back, nothing back, nothing back. Why why are guys? I tell you what, these new sex dolls that are actually going to revolutionise sex, they better make sure that there's no voice box in them, because the last thing guys want is. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, chicks talk. All they do is talk at you. I talk at you. There's no conversation. Conversation's like a tennis match. That's what a good conversation is. It's like a tennis match. Back and forth. I hit one over the line. You hit one over the line. You hit an ace. I hit an ace. Bim, bam, boom, ba, bouncy, wouncy. That's what a conversation is. What about a discussion? Discussion. Oh, we go. Is a topic. Rah, rah, rah. What do you know? What do I know? Ooh, can you show me? Can you teach, tell me something I don't know so I can get a bit better? Can I do the same with you? Rah, rah, rah. I'm not trying to impress each other. Just that's a discussion. Rah, rah, rah. Uh, 90% of people can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do it. I remember when I was rafting. When I was whitewater rafting and I would get someone on my boat who I knew was not an idiot, who I knew was a good conversationalist, who I knew was not a fucking energy leech. It was like, oh my God. Dude, let's go for a beer afterwards. I don't, I don't normally do this with customers. Uh, and I'm not gay. Don't get the wrong idea. Um, I do the same thing with my helicopter training. Same thing. Very occasionally. Boom. There we go. Someone interesting. Someone with a personality. Someone who's not out to... Someone who hasn't got a fragile eagle, ego and is incredibly insecure and is out there trying to score points all the time. Oh, God. Yes, you're the best. Rah, rah, rah. Yes, yes, yes. You've done many, many things. Wah, 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 wah. Excuse me if I'm joining the brigade of not giving a fuck. Sorry about that. You know, my, my, my 28 Traits of the Modern Man is designed to make you interesting. That's what the 28, 28 Traits of the Modern Man are. They're designed to make you interesting so you can have some depth. Some depth. How can, you, how can you go through life having the depth of a kiddie's wading pool? How, how, how is that possible that you can live with that? But people can live with that because they're dumb. They've got no imagination. They're stupid. It's like when I'm teaching, I'm teaching like how to escape from a low visibility environment because the offshore oil installation that you're on is on fire and burning. Okay. And I get experienced guys on my courses, experienced guys who've been out there for 20 or 30 years. Yeah? Hard guys with tattoos and all the rest of it. Though you'd be surprised, the harder they are and the more tattoos they have, the less they like helicopter underwater escape training. It's, it's weird. It's weird. 
Pedal hits the metal there, then. Mm. Um, anyway, so they're all sleeping and living offshore, and they've been out there for a while, and they've been doing their thing, and righty, 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 righty. Lovely, lovely, lovely. You gotta understand, an offshore oil and gas platform is is, is a semi-floating bomb. Yeah, so you're you're perched on top of maybe twenty or thousand, uh, twenty or thirty thousand. 40,000 is the highest PSI I've ever heard in an offshore rig. I mean, that's fucking insane pressure, man. Just wanting to blow at any time. And you can be in bed, you can be working, you can be sitting on the shitter. Boom, off she goes, yeah. With the sound like two express trains parched on top of your anus. Um, surrounded by water, yeah, so there's nowhere to run. And in most parts of the world, the water's full of man-eating sharks because the actual oil rig is an ecosystem because of the structure. And rah, 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 rah. I mean, for instance, in Australia, we don't do man-overboard drills with dummies anymore because it's quote-unquote bad for morale. Yeah, When the dummy gets ripped to pieces after 10 seconds by the Mako and bronze whaler sharks, you know, everyone's looking at that going, fuck, that's not so fucking great, is it? Yeah, So they don't do those things anymore. Yeah, So you're out there... Something, you have a problem, you got a medic, a whoopee fucking poopy. 150 guys on a rig and a medic. Oh, yeah, you'll be fine, mate. Uh, do you think a helicopter's just sitting there for the two-hour flight in case you guys have a problem? No. Probably wait two or three days to get someone out there who's got any medical competence at all. Huh? So put all that together, right? Put all that together. I mean, think of, think of disasters like Piper Alpha where 167 guys died in two hours. Deepwater Horizon, 11 fatalities on that one. Yeah, there was, a, there was an explosion in the Caspian Sea two years ago that killed 30 guys. I've seen some video footage of it. Fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy shit. And yet, and yet, and yet, the majority of guys sleeping offshore, when I ask them, what do you wear to bed, reply either nothing or their undies. That's what they say to me. And if you're sleeping offshore in your fucking aunt boxer shorts, you're assuming that nothing bad's going to happen to you, that it's not going to explode while you're sleeping. That's what you're assuming. Because if it did explode when you were sleeping, if you were on Piper Alpha when the thing went up, the absolute minimum you would have wanted to be wearing in bed sleeping at the time it went up would be your overalls, your coveralls. Absolute minimum. And I say that to guys who are experienced off a shore and they look at me like, what the fuck? You want me to sleep in my overalls? And I say, yes, you dumb fucks. When I go offshore, I sleep in my overalls. I have my work overalls and I have my sleepy overalls, yeah? And in the morning, I get up and I get out of my sleepy overalls and I put them in the laundry basket on the back of the door and the laundry guy washes them so they're always fresh every day. And it means that if the shit goes down, boom, an explosion hits. And the whole rig is shaking like a bitch. And it's knocked out all fucking power. So you can't see your hand in front of your face. I swing my legs out of that thing, that bed. I stick my feet in my boots. I zip them up because they're not laces because you can't fucking see the time up. And I grab my grab bag with my smoke hood and bang, I'm gone. I'm on my way to the muster point. If you're in your undies and that happens, well, I challenge you to find your fucking overalls and put them on in pitch darkness and see how well you go, let alone with the fact that your arsehole is about the size of a one-cent piece because you're shitting yourself so much at that point. It's not going to fucking happen. 
You're going to have, you know, be five minutes or so just trying to get your overalls on because you don't want to go through a fucking facility that's on fire in your undies, mate. So if you're sleeping offshore in your undies, you're operating under the assumption that nothing's going to happen except you're sleeping on a semi-floating bomb surrounded by man-eating sharks. Yeah? This is it. People are sheep. People just operate under the assumption that nothing bad's going to happen to them. That they're a special, unique fucking sunflower because their mummy and daddy told them so. That's how they operate. That's how they go through life. Really? Really? You should see them when they turn up to helicopter underwater escape training. And we spend the whole morning on the theory and I go through everything and what you need to do and rah, 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 rah. And it gets to the point where we're out there wearing all the gear and I strap them into the harness and it's only at that point that their eyes go wide and you see the look on their faces like, oh, fucking hell, we're really going to do this. Yes, you fucking dumb cunts, we are really going to do this. This is how the majority of people operate. They're just sleepwalking through life. And this, 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 I'm giving you the example of hard men. Offshore oil and gas workers. These guys are hard men. Hard men. I've got a lot of respect for them. And yet, the majority of them are sleeping in their undies. It's ridiculous. And I asked them all. I asked them all. All right, boys. If you've been sleeping on Piper Alpha the night it went up, if you've been sleeping on Deepwater Horizon when it went up, if you've been sleeping on the Mumbai High when it went up, or any of the other fucking disasters happen offshore involve fire or anything else like that what would you have wanted to be wearing in bed and they all look at me and they all kind of look a bit downcast at this point and they all go oh yeah probably your overalls yeah 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 uh, yeah they look pretty sheepish some guys get angry with me what are you talking about man i have to wear my overalls offshore i say no you don't have to do anything. I don't care what you do offshore. I'm just pointing out the uncomfortable truth to you that if you're sleeping in your undies, you're operating on the assumption that nothing bad's going to happen to you because you're special. These guys are just unreachable. It's like a bell curve. You've got the left side, you've got the... You've got those on the left side. yeah. And then in the middle, the majority of the bell curve, you've got all the guys sitting there with wide eyes who go... Fuck. Fuck, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And then the next time they go offshore, they sleep in their undies. Yeah? And then you've got the guys on the right-hand side, far right-hand side of the bell curve, who go, hmm, I'll be sleeping my overalls from now on, and they do. It's not hard to get ahead in life, boys. It's not hard to get ahead in life. You have to differentiate yourself from the herd. And the herd, the herd, if you can't differentiate yourself from the herd, then you're the herd, aren't you? Don't get me wrong, it takes hard work. You've got to plug away. It's not like an overnight thing, yeah? If you do your apprenticeship, you know, at 17, and you're finished at 20, and then at 22, you've saved enough enough pennies to start your own thing, you're not going to be doing well until probably into your 30s. You probably need 10 years or so. But I tell you what, you'll be doing well by that point. Everything takes time. Everything takes time. People expect one year, why isn't it happening? Look, you open any, any small business. You have, you have to budget. You have to budget for the first four years 
You're not going to make any money. That means you're not going to have a salary. That's what you've got to budget for for the first four years. Any profits you have at all have to go back into the business to expand it. That's just a fact. That's a fact, Jack. Driving. I was talking about driving. Well, who are the type of drivers that annoy me the most on the roads? There are many types of annoying drivers. I'm not going to list them all now. But if I had to go with the most annoying type of driver of all, the absolute annoying, it's the creeper. Uh, the creeper, and this is something, this is a term that I've come up with. This is my own term. I've never seen this somewhere else. So if the creeper starts to suddenly diffuse, it all started here right now. Okay. The creeper is someone who can't come to a stop, a clean stop behind another car. Mm-hmm. A creeper will come up to a red light and slow down. They can't just pull up behind. They can't just and stop. No, they have to slow right down and then creep really slowly up, slowly. They have an, they have an automatic car. No one with a manual transmission is a creeper. Okay, these guys have an automatic car and they'll just kind of creep up and then they'll eventually stop at least, at least one and a half car lengths away from the car in front of them. Now that's annoying enough as it is because you've been coming up behind them in your manual car, your manual transmission, because only fags and chicks drive automatics. All right. And you've had a hard time behind the creeper. But finally the creeper stops. And you, of course, are directly behind the creeper. Okay, You're just far enough that his poxy fucking parking sensors aren't going to start beeping. Okay, You're just, just behind him, right? He's at least one and a half car lengths behind the car in front of him. And you're waiting at the red light. Now we come to the most infuriating part of the creeper. He will slowly creep up that one and a half car length, and very slow, like I'm talking over 30 seconds to a minute, in, in, in stops and starts, not in one smooth movement, he will close that gap until eventually the creeper is almost directly behind the car in front of him. And here's, here's the most horrible part of this behaviour. If you don't now creep up as well, you have one and a half car lengths between yourself and the creeper. So to anyone else, it appears that you are the incompetent creeper. He's, he's de facto, ipso facto, made you a creeper. So then you have to put your car into gear and creep up behind him. The creeper. The creeper is the worst driver of all. All I have to know about you, if you're a creeper, that's it. You're a dickhead. You're a fucking dickhead. You are a useless, useless, you're an oxygen thief if you're a creeper. There's, there's nothing worse than that. 20 kilometers an hour under the speed limit, yeah, okay, you don't give a fuck about anyone else, okay, fine. Can't drive with a trailer, fine, you can't drive with a trailer. Some of us can, some of us can't, all right? 
cut me off, cut me off. All right? At least you're making a move. But the creeper, the creeper. The creeper is just blind stupidity, ignorance, douchebaggery, and a general fucktardiness all wrapped together in a beautiful bow. That's what the creeper is. Don't be the creeper, boys and girls. Don't be the creeper. You don't want to be the creeper. You want to be decisive with your actions. You're coming up to a red light and stopping behind the car. Stop behind the fucking car. You're coming up to a bloody boom gate, that railway crossing that's down. Well, just come up and fucking stop. It's not hard. But apparently it is. Yeah? Apparently it is. I don't... The interesting thing is that the, the, uh, the creeper behaviour has arisen, really, as far as I can tell, only in the last decade or so. I can't remember there being this many creepers before. It's like suddenly people can't judge or can't even begin to judge a car length. I, I, I don't know what... Is, it, is the IQ... Has the IQ dropped? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense, though, because in Africa, there's definitely no creepers. In Africa, everything's bumper to bumper. Everyone's immediately up your ass. By the way, I hate people who drive up my ass. If you drive up my ass and you're giving, giving me no room for any problems, I will brake tap you. I will brake tap you. And I will do it in a very inconvenient moment. Not, I won't brake tap that we're going to have an accident, but I'll brake tap that you, that you have to fucking do something, otherwise we will. Yeah, I will break tap you. Don't fucking drive up my ass, you cunt. Don't do it. Be decisive, boys and girls. Be decisive. Don't be the ninety percent. Don't. And look, you know what? Ninety percent. I'm being generous. I'm being generous. I'm being generous with ninety percent. I am. I'm being generous because it's not ninety percent, is it? It's not. It's ninety nine. It's ninety nine. That's why, that's why in, my, in my first book, when I, when I detailed about me getting ulcerative colitis, I shopped around for doctors. I think I went to four different doctors. Yeah, I just shopped around. You're not telling me what I, you're, you're not, it's not that you're not telling me what I, what I, what I want to hear. You're just not, you're just not, I've got no confidence in you. I can tell that you're just going through the motions. Next, 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 20 minutes, next, 15, next. Yeah. Fuck you, you can't. That's why I've got no I've got no respect for people with um, with professions. Yeah, if you're a doctor, you, uh, it doesn't give me any. I don't, you don't get you don't get no respect. No respect. I'm not I'm not giving you any respect based on what you do. No, what your job description is. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. It's like it's like helicopter pilots strutting around in their aviator sunglasses, thinking the top shit. You're a bus driver. You're a fucking bus driver of the sky. That's what you are. You're a bus driver. That's what you are. You're a bus driver in the sky. That's what a helicopter pilot is. That's what an airline pilot is. I'm sorry. You're a bus driver. All right? If you're an airline pilot and you're also a stunt pilot for Red Bull, okay. Okay. Okay? No problems at all. But otherwise, come on, man. You're a bus driver. And most people can't do that. Most people can't do their jobs properly. That's why I hate flying. I know what's going up up the front. 90% 90% of accidents caused by the idiots sitting out the front. 90%. Have you watched air crash investigation? What about that fucking plane that crashed in San Francisco on landing and ripped off the fucking tail section of it, the big 777? And what was that? What did what, what it turn out to be? The pilots had always, always, always in their careers landed with the automatic fucking guidance system lining everything up. 
but that one time it wasn't working on the airport and they had to do it for reals. And they couldn't do it. That's who's flying you around the sky. I mean, really. And there's a pilot shortage on at the moment. Oh, man. I'm, there's a big thing going on, big family thing going on in Australia in September in my family, which is only just fucking... I only just found out about literally a couple of days ago, so I've got zero notice. I, I just don't want to go. I just can't handle a flight. 24 hours on a plane. Just uh, in an aluminium tube speeding through the sky. I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. It's not because I'm scared of flying. I just can't fucking be bothered. I can't be bothered. can't be bothered. Anyway. Shout outs. Captain Capitalism. Um, he sponsors this blog, Aaron Clary. Aaron Clary is Captain Capitalism, if you're getting a bit confused there. He writes books. He's written some excellent books. I personally recommend Bachelor Plaid Economics. Great name for a book too. And Curse of the High IQ. I like that one a lot. Um, check out his books. Check out his blog at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Um, check out his podcast. Check out his videos. Check out his arsehole consulting company. Check out his girlfriend. No, don't do that. Someone outside speaking a strange language. I hate it when I'm doing a fucking podcast and someone's doing a strange language. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, check out my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill and Run Guts Pull Cones. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to my blog. I'm very close to 300 subscribers on the blog. I think I'm sitting at 297 or something like that, 296. So come on, push me over the line. If you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed to my blog, just go and subscribe to my blog. Push me over the fucking 300 line, okay? Come on, do me a solid, yeah? Do me a solid. I did this podcast for you after getting home from the gym and a hard day helicopter underwatering and straight training today, yeah? Do me a solid. Subscribe to the blog, you fucking bastards. Don't you go changing. I'll see you next week.